How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hello from a corridor under the arena at the Eurovision Song Contest. It's a very important corridor because it's where the artists get their in-ears done so they can hear themselves on stage. It's just one of the many components that goes into making the perfect performance. We're here because in this episode, I want to take you even further behind the scenes, access all areas to give you a feel of what it is like in the artist's shoes. So coming up, we will check in with the artists from Greece, Lithuania, Slovenia and more. But first, somebody who has helped bring all of this together. You're listening to the official Eurovision Song Contest podcast. I am sat in the green room in the arena, the beautiful green room with the head of show, Lee Smithhurst. Hi, Lee. Hi, Steve. You're at the heart of this contest. You're one of the inner, inner circle. I know this is a really big question, but what has the journey been like to get to this point? Um, busy <laughs> is the first one, but incredible. And I feel like you never take it for granted. I'm so proud to be doing it, and I want to do a good job for everyone. For I'm a fan myself, as a lot of people know, so I want to make sure that that comes across on screen, that there's a lot of love put into this. And I think every single element of the show has been thought about, whether that be the performances, the links, the graphics, every single bit has been made with love and passion for the contest, because I love it and I want that to come across on screen. And the team, it was really important when we started hiring people that they loved the contest, because it's not just, I feel anyway, it's not just a job. Like I've done a lot of entertainment shows and this is one that's like personally close to my heart because I want to do a good job on it and I feel that that should be throughout the team so we've got an incredible team of creatives and 
and production working on this your head of show so the clues in the title it's not just about the the songs and the acts you are putting the whole thing together we've seen a lot of what we're going to see in the intervals at the beginning of the shows the flag parade things like that uh what's that been like to create and what have been some of your favorite things to put together the look of the show so the graphics and the 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 way that they actually show is stylized on screen is important to me the interval acts and openers are of course the sort of big pieces that we've been doing so i wanted to make sure that we had really big production values in everything and to make sure that across the three shows that there's a lot of variety so there's emotional performances this sort of big pop and fun numbers sam riders coming back and even just things like the flag parade just wanted to make it as exciting as possible and i know that um we've revealed that four ukrainian artists will be part of that and they're doing sort of weaving their songs into big british songs which we haven't revealed yet but it's just an exciting moment that the opening of the grand final for me is it opens with collusion and into the flag parade is really exciting you say four ukrainian artists verka's gonna come here verka tina carroll um jamala and goe yeah so they're they're great artists to have and they've all been really enthusiastic as of everyone on the ukrainian production team because you know we're, we're we're doing this together and creating this together so it's important that all our ideas match up but i feel like along the way especially i think as well because we're quite lucky that british music a lot of the time is universal especially the the more well-known songs so it is something that ukrainians also want to be part of because they understand the the musical heritage in this country so it's a nice thing to be able to weave together tell us about what you can tell us about about the liverpool songbook because so many people are excited about that interval moment well what can i tell you i can't tell you the songs even though i think a lot of people will be surprised at what some of the artists are performing um so we have mahmoud netta dowie frere uh, cornelia jacobs duncan lawrence and sonia is making her return after 30 years so sonia was in yesterday actually for a fitting for her outfit so she's really excited she's glad to be back at the competition obviously she's from liverpool so it's great for her to be performing in front of a home crowd but yeah i don't want to reveal too much apart from there's lots of surprises we've tried to do everything in the songbook a lot of the time which the artists are not able to do on stage just because they have the 40 second rule that they have to get on or there's parameters of things that you can't use on stage which we are using in our interval acts I'll See, say no more. I know, I was going to say, there's enough clues for you, I think. It's also amazing that you've got not only Kalish Orchestra, like you said, but you mentioned Sam Ryder too. Two, again, stars of the 2022 contest. You have a very like personal friendship with Sam. So what does it mean to have him back on the stage? It's amazing. And I think when we spoke to Sam about doing something, he was very much on the same lines of wanting to do something special. So again, don't want to reveal about the performance yet. I want to keep that as a surprise. But um, he wanted to put on, it wasn't just, you know, him coming on and performing with the band. It's something more special than that. Um, and I think what, he's gonna, what he has created is amazing. And he came to the arena actually to see the stage a couple of days ago. And he said something really nice, like personally to me, and said, I'm so pleased that you're getting to make this because I remember looking at your face in the green room and seeing how, how joyous it was for all of us as a team to have that moment together. So it's really nice that it's sort of come full circle because I know we've worked together for a few years Stephen I've been there when it doesn't go so well with the UK delegation so to actually have that moment is nice and then to be able to create this is amazing so yes yeah, Sam's very much he's he always says this in his own interviews he's a it's all about the team and that's what Sam, Sam's instilled in everyone on this production as well it's a team effort we're all making this 
this show together, including the Ukrainians. Your presenters, uh, what is it like working with those four? We uh, had their first rehearsal on set yesterday with them, so that's the first time we've seen them. We've seen them at press events together, but we've never actually seen them on set together. So we had um, we were rehearsing the semi-final, so we had Hannah, Julia and Alicia together for the first time. <laughs> and it was, they're sort of already like a little group together. They laugh a lot, they have fun. I think it will be um, an incredible semi-final one within our opening. They've got such great energy and we're trying to use a lot of their skills as well within the script or within what they do in the in the show and there's, um, I don't, did you see the rehearsal last night? I didn't see it, no. There's something really special that Alicia does in semi-final one which British people who know Alicia will probably know what that might mean but it's, um, it's very good. It's um, it was nice to actually see it on screen and see your ideas come together, but they're great. Do you not feel the props this year are so much bigger than they've ever been? Do you know why that's happened, though, I think? It's the Sam Ryder effect of having the most of... The prop that doesn't get on in time is now biting us on the... Uh, yeah, there are so many props backstage, and I don't want to name drop, but obviously I did meet the King and Queen, or King and Queen-to-be, last week, and um, we took them around the prop store, and... Um, they were amazed by all the props and obviously you have to explain what they are and what they will do and for an outsider obviously I don't know if they watch Eurovision or not but to, to see so many props it was mind-blowing to them that these would all be coming onto stage within 40 seconds and getting off again but when you see them in the props area all together there are a lot of props. Name dropping the king there they will be watching this year surely. Well they've got a busy weekend this weekend haven't they? True. Coronation. There are a lot of good vibes, Lee. It's, uh, I wish you all the best, but it's, it just feels amazing. It feels very special this year. Yeah, I think it does. And I think um, we say it in the script, but it's never been done before that two countries have hosted together. So I think um, it's never been a hindrance. It's always been a unique opportunity to do something that's never been done before. And that, as a programme maker, is, is special because you're getting to do something that hasn't been done before and sort of how does it work? And it's been... It's been a great experience all round. So, yeah, looking forward to next week now. And actually the show's going out and people being able to watch them. Can you give anyone a little crumb or a little tease of something they should look out for next week that's not been revealed yet? Obviously not saying what it is, but, you know, just giving them a little something to like make their mouth water. In, in semi-final two, I think there's, um, what's the way of putting this? Probably one of the most recognisable Brits on the planet in semi-final two. There we go. Lee Smithhurst, head of show at the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. Thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. Before each rehearsal, every artist and their backing singers go into a tiny room just in front of me for their pre-stage sound check. They get their in-ear monitors checked and then they run through the song, they practice their vocals and they do it without the pressure of being on the big stage. And right now, inside, it's Monica Linkita from Lithuania doing just that. As you can hear, it's like a recording studio. It's a very intimate space, a private space. It's a chance for the artist to practice. So I'll just leave Monica to it. You 
will have heard the story by now. Monica meets her backing singer randomly in a bar in London before Christmas. The subject of Eurovision pops up. Monica enters the Lithuanian national final and she is back here representing her country for the second time with four British backing singers supporting her. Hello. Hi, hello, hello. Uh, and you are with Nicola, who we've heard from before. Nicola, hi. Hello, right? But Monica, would you like to introduce your other three amazing backing singers? Of course I do. So this is Aura. We met in the uni. We met at BIM. Hi, guys, you're right. Yvonne, we met in London Community Gospel Choir because I was singing with them. Hello. <laughs> and Lean, she's uh, our miracle. <laughs> she is Aura's friend because uh, when I decided to, to, to do Eurovision in Lithuania, I called to Aura and I just asked her to, to make a team for me and she said yes. <laughs> How does it feel to be here? I can't describe it. It's crazy with my friends and my girls. Girl, <laughs> girl. Yeah, come on, come on. It's, it's truly a dream come true, honestly. Like, I never thought I'd be here. From watching my living room in my underwear and my pyjamas <laughs> to on stage with high heels and a mic. Is the dream well, come true? I didn't know that as well till the 22nd of November. So. <laughs> it is funny, Nicola, you're the reason why Monica yeah. is here, essentially. And now, how do you feel now you're here, like feet are on the ground at Eurovision? I need to keep going back to that time when we sat in Troy, when I keep watching the video and the photo of us, and I'm like, that is mental. The only thing missing now is gin and tonic, but, you know. Can you remember what the conversation went like? I just said, what'd you do? <laughs> no, she, she was like, uh, your face is re recognisable. <laughs> recognisable. <laughs> Claire was... She was like, oh, she did Eurovision before. Maybe you know that, you know her be because of that, because you like Eurovision. And then I was like, huh, I should do Eurovision again. And I can give you a ticket because you're a fan of, of this uh, contest. So, so, yeah. And she was not believing in me. And I was like, it's a bit harsh. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> not like, well, I, I think that I would be the same, you know, like a stranger is telling you, you just met someone and that person is saying to you that uh, she's going to go and, you know, try to represent her country in Eurovision Song Contest. So, so it's okay. <laughs> I did think it was drunk talk, to be fair. <laughs> I love it. And also, Nicola, you do have another cool job. Can you tell everyone what you do in your spare time? Oh, um, I'm an Adele tribute. <laughs> yes! About five years. What's your favourite Adele song? Um, probably Rolling in the Deep. Yeah, it's a good crowd pleaser. It's great fun. I'm and awesome. I had the girls sing it last night in the karaoke. We all went out. <laughs> Wait, was it was it karaoke last night? Yeah, yeah, we were singing our hearts out. We did a bit of shackles, do you know what I mean? Praise Jesus. And like, yeah, come on. Running. Monica running Beyonce was actually insane. She was singing her hearts out. Everyone was just like, yeah. Final word to you, Yvonne. How does it feel being with Monica, with your friends and being at Eurovision? So first of all, Monica's amazing. From when I met her from LC, she was so down to earth and so cool. I'm like, oh, I hope I meet her again. And we're doing Eurovision together with my friends. Debbie called us. I was like, oh my gosh, we met amazing Nicola. So I just feel very blessed. I actually didn't know Eurovision, but then when I told people that I'm doing Eurovision, it was the reaction that you're talking to what? So yeah, I've kind of gone to do my research. So yeah, I'm I feel very blessed. Very blessed to be here. Yeah. Oh, the Joker out boys getting ready for first rehearsal. It's good to see you. Yes, nice to see you as well.
love. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, actually, we just had our first sound check and it sounds so good. So I'm super relieved and so happy and hyped up. I've met you probably about four or five times. This is without doubt the best you have been dressed. These are your onstage outfits. I know you like your style. How would you describe it to a podcast that can't see what you're wearing? Uh, Shagadelic, electrifying, joker out thing. <laughs> yeah, this is us with the help of our stylist, of course, yeah. Um, have you been getting good sleep the last couple of weeks? Um, actually, we had quite a lot of time to rest in back home. Um, we didn't have such a packed, um, let's say, schedule as we had on the pre-parties. Uh, and actually, today we slept really well because we could sleep till like 10 a.m., I think. Plus, England's one hour behind, which means one hour extra sleep from <laughs> Europe. We've actually w woke up early. Yeah, yeah. At least yeah. me and Chris did. <laughs> Tell me about your gig in Ljubljana. No, it was in your hometown, yeah, in Ljubljana. In Ljubljana. Yeah. yeah, I saw the pictures. Um, what was that for? Yeah, we, were, we did a, like uh, an open gig, free gig for our fans. And like the whole street was full of our fans, so it was yeah, just it to say goodbye. First, and it was the first time we played Carpe Diem live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the Slovenian public. Wow. First time we played live, like as a whole band, because you know this is all played on playback except for the vocal. This was first time all of us playing live, and it sounds so much better live. <laughs> I've been having a lot of problems with my throat for the past uh, one month because I was sick, and I was so nervous for this. Uh, and I was talking to my laryngologist. How does it call laryngist? No. Laryng laryngologist. Laryngologist. That's, I've not heard that word, but you've said it better than me. Yeah, yeah. laryngologist. <laughs> and I was like really scared of this, and now it works so good, and my voice is working, so like I can feel it like go away, all the pain. Uh, good luck with first rehearsals. We'll catch up with you lots, but thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joker out, going into their first rehearsal, um, but I'm here with somebody who is so integral to the band. It's Gregor. You are their manager, their parent, their PR guy, their counselor. You basically look after these five. I'm their mum. <laughs> <laughs> you are their mum. They obviously love each other to bits. What's it like being with them pretty much 24-7? Uh, it's like being in an art school with weary, uh, very weird, exciting, uh, creative guys. Uh, who sleeps the most of the five? Uh, Chris, obviously. You should not meet Chris before 7, 8 in the morning. It's, he's like a grumpy smurf. Grumpy smurf, love it. Um, who eats the most on tour? Prob probably Natze. Uh, he gets grumpy if he's hungry. Uh, like Chris gets grumpy when he's tired, Natze gets grumpy when he uh, needs to eat. He eats and it's okay. And who is the fittest in the band physically, exercise-wise? Probably Boyan. But they are, uh, everybody is uh, taking good care of themselves, uh, especially now that we have really hectic schedules. Uh, they uh, know that they have to sleep. Uh, in this environment, it's hard because even when there's an after party, it's not like an after party. Somebody has to go to the after party to mingle, to network, even though if he, does, he, he doesn't want to go. So uh, luckily, there is five of them. I'm also there, so we help each other. And uh, uh, the main thing right now is to stay fit, to be focused, to perform, and to be in full form for the semifinals and finals. Gregor, Joker Out's mom, thank you. Thank you. Happy 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. So I'm currently high up in the arena with somebody who has an incredibly important job <laughs> at Eurovision. Elle, do you want to tell everyone what do you do? I'm the SFX operator for Eurovision 2023. So you basically make all the flames, the sparks, the pyro come to life. I do indeed, and a bit of smoke here and there. Bit of smoke. First of all, you, how did you get into it? Uh, so I grew up around fireworks and fireworks display company and I networked and met people along the way. Finally got introduced to Pyro Junkies who have now merged into ER Productions and have been freelancing for them ever since. What does your job involve? At the end of the day, I'm the one who presses the button, so that health and safety is on me. I need to make sure that the artists, the dancers, the security in the pit are all safe before we fire. And then we need to provide an effect. Like those special effects add a bit of oomph to their performance. And we want to do that, but want to do it safely at the same time. What, what satisfaction do you get from seeing your work on stage? What does it bring to the performance? Oh, there's no better feeling, especially when you've got amazing photographers on the show. You get to see the outcome, the final outcome, and the artist's face, are in, they're loving it. And that you hear the crowd go crazy as well. What kind of stuff do we see on stage? What do you call the different effects? General pyrotechnics, we've got mines, we've got comets, we've got jets, and we've got flame blazers, which are a liquid flame. We've got LSG, so low smoke, covering the whole entire stage. Sparkular cyclones, and they can go up to 10 metres in the air. They're pretty impressive when you get them all going. What you've just said sounds actually like cocktails. <laughs> Jets, comets. Flame blazers. Yeah, that could be a good cocktail. And <laughs> um, what's the most impressive one? Oh, I do love it when the sparks are all going together. You've got 22 sparkular units on that stage. We also have a massive 40 jet fire all together covering the whole entire stage. That's pretty impressive. So who has got special effects this year? Can you name a couple of the acts and, and what we see? Um, Finland. They've got a bit of a quirky set that we're adding some pyro to. We had Ireland and they covered the stage in sparks and that was an amazing moment in the rehearsal. Yeah, I saw the picture of that. It went on the Eurovision Instagram account where Connor, the lead singer, it was like they, he had his gold cat suit and all yeah. the sparks were like matching next to him. And he was loving life. He threw that hand in the air. <laughs> you can only do the pyro on the third run through. What, why is that? One for fairness, so that everyone sees it only once during each rehearsal. 
and because cost as well, you've got to remember this is uh, consumable. So once we fire it, we can't reuse it and reuse it like the lighting can. So we use it once just to make the cost lower and for fairness. Had you seen much of it before you worked on it? I grew up in a Eurovision family. Um, so, yes, I've grown up watching Eurovision. My work's taken me away from it a bit recently, but it's so good to experience it like in real life here in the arena. It's amazing. It's a one of a kind of event, isn't it? Oh yeah, and with some of the crew, absolutely love it. Like we've got Dave on the crew, and he stares off, and he's literally in awe. <laughs> so, what kind of stuff have you done before? Like, what's led you to the Eurovision stage? Um, I've been on tour with artists like Dave and Little Mix. I've done the festival scenes, uh, Reading and Leeds, Isle of Wight, my personal favourite. And then I got offered the opportunity to come do Eurovision, and I was very excited and couldn't say no. So you got to see what everyone's plans was a few weeks ago, so you could start planning. That must have been quite amazing, and you must have felt like you were part of a secret club. Oh, definitely. I know the choreography, (laughs) the words to most of the songs. Um, But yeah, it's been really great to see their vision come to life as well on this amazing stage. So what are we looking at up here? So we have our control up here at front of house. So I've got good line of sight at the whole stage. We also have four spotters around the stage for safety with clear communication so they can call a stop stop. We also have e-stops outside the stage so that they can press the emergency e-stop and stop any effects as well. We've got some control panels on the desk. One says Cyprus flame, another says Finland, Croatia, waterfall. The waterfall, I assume, is the big curtain of flames behind. Is that That's an impressive one. So they've got the big waterfall curtain of Pyro, which is a pretty spectacular view. What is the best thing about your job, Elle? Well, I get to play with flames and Pyro, obviously in a safe manner, but you can't beat that feeling, pressing that big red button. And you've got a good team around you. I've got our SFX designer, Dan Mott. He's been behind the scenes for months working on this, creating this amazing layout for all the effects. It must be amazing just to see it all come together. Yeah, it really is. ER Productions are so proud to have this gig under their belts as well. Thank you to Elle Waller. Now, when you see the pyro and the effects on stage, it's Elle who's responsible. Now, we're back down on the floor of the arena, and when an act walks in, they get on stage via a small set of stairs to the side, and Victor Vernikos is just getting ready. What they say? Calimera, Postila, and Mela. Hello. Hello, yeah. how are we? I tried. How are you? Very good, how are you? He's welcomed by the floor managers and then walks on stage to get into position. This is his first chance to sing the song on the stage. Three run-throughs later and he's done. Just, just, Victor, you just come off rehearsal. How was that? It was amazing. So, so excited. It sounds exactly as I wanted to, finally. Uh, it sounds so much better than uh, I thought it would, yeah. Months and months of work, and you finally got to do it. What was it like sat on the stage at the beginning? It was amazing, yeah. Uh, had, a, had a few technical things we wanted to fix, but, I mean, we got on, on the third try. It went, went absolutely amazing, and uh, I'm, so, I'm so, so happy. Was it amazing when you ran to the centre of the stage? You can see your, there's like six massive versions of you on the back screen. 
Like, yeah, everything. It's 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 crazy. We we really wanted to show the vulnerability and, and the raw emotion coming out of me. Uh, so we thought that having some close-ups on me would be would be a good idea. And I mean, I'm I'm just 16. I'm just coming up in the space, so we got want people to to get to know me. So three words to describe how you're feeling right now after your first rehearsal. Determined, happy, and grateful, man. Victor, thank you, mate. Thank you. Appreciate you. So that's great, folks. Thank you all very much. There is a lot of waiting at Eurovision. It's probably a good hour between the sound check and actually singing for the first time. So the artists walk to get to a safety briefing outside the door to the arena. They all stand in this specific square on the floor. If there are six people due on stage, all six stand in the line. It's kind of like getting ready to go into class, I guess. And it's where they can do things like their Eurovision TikTok. Hi, we're Taya and Salida, and we just arrived at the arena for the very first time. This is our first rehearsal. Are you excited? Yes, I am. We cannot wait, honestly. Eurovision, Eurovision, Eurovision. <laughs> Albania have just gone through, and I'm with Taya and Salida for Austria. How are you? Just about to do your first rehearsal. Silly question, because you're probably really nervous, so I hope you don't mind chatting, but are you okay? Yeah, we are okay, definitely. We're so excited to go on stage now and have our first rehearsal, as you said. Yeah, we're definitely more than okay. Like we're ecstatic. We're we're excited. Everyone's been so nice. It's so well organized as well. It's just been very cool to be here, to get the vibe, to to start having like the feeling of oh, Eurovision is actually starting now. So yeah, we're we're just super excited. Selena, tell everyone about what happened when you finally got home and sat down after all the pre-parties. <laughs> oh my god, I j I was just overwhelmed. I just was crying. I was reflecting everything that um, happened the last days and weeks and yeah I just I just kind of needed like a little break for myself I'm very happy now it was happy tears yeah happy tears definitely because everyone's been so warm and everyone's been loving the song as well it was emotional it was too emotional I guess <laughs> no there's no such thing as too emotional I feel like um it's still very much surreal for us, everything that's happening. And I guess when Selena went home, she had like a moment to herself and she just realized, oh, it's actually happening. And I also <laughs> had my period, so. I <laughs> so guess that probably didn't well. help, yeah. Yeah, never. <laughs> um, you've got your dancers as well today. So this is yeah. Team Austria, right? So is it good to have everybody with you all together it feels like the family has come together uh yeah so we actually just met them today yeah. but uh but we already feel like so so connected to them we definitely are a family we look like each other now anyways yeah, so <laughs> and they're doing an incredible job and and uh, it's just so much fun to be there they, they give us so much energy on stage as well so i feel like it's really cool to have them and yeah i saw them dancing and i got emotional again so <laughs> good luck guys Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my God, you're such a good runner. Oh, it's not me, it's Edgar. Solo, solo. Don't let me down, let me down, down, down. Da, 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 da. I forgot the words. I'm sorry. It's funny who you meet in corridors at Eurovision. Hi, Blanca. Hi, guys. How are you? We're going to walk and talk if that's all right. Yes. Is that a kid? Great. That's good for stamina. It is. How many steps do you think you've done today already? Oh, not that much. I'm up for more. Okay, yeah. 10,000 <laughs> 10, steps is the minimum. You know, that's a good pace in the day, oh, I would say. Oh, nice. Good to know. I didn't know that. <laughs> See, this is, we've seen the glamour of Eurovision, but this is kind of the other side because there's, it's like a maze and it's like, you know, you just, you don't know where you end up. I have no idea where am I right now. Um, how are you finding it? 
I love it here. You know, this is what always what I dreamed of. So even the backstage situation of the the whole adventure, it feels incredible to me. So I love it. This is an important question. Maybe the most important question. Did your mum bring the dog? Yes, but she's arriving in a few days okay. with the dog, obviously. Okay, because yeah. I, after the podcast, I had a friend message me and they said, well, I hope they have got the, uh, the right registration and documents for the dog. Do you know? That is so cute. Thank you so much for making sure, you know. You know, it's about the logistics. Yes. Um, um, how did it feel being on the big stage? It felt amazing. I just wanted to go back again and do it again and over and over because it feels like home to me. I really feel incredible. I can't wait for the other rehearsal. To actually do it finally for that first time, were you nervous? I was nervous uh, before going on stage, but once I got there, felt incredible. So the nerves just went away. And um, what were some of the good like messages that you received before you left? Who did you hear from before you left Poland for Liverpool? Oh my God, all my friends and even all the friends uh, from the past, I would say, you know, they were like, they messaged me saying like, I, I see what you're doing. Good luck, girl. So that feels incredible. And I, you know, I feel very good that they're with me. And then we come around here. So we've basically gone from, oh, showing the passes. And then we arrive at the hair arena. So, listen, you're having fun? Are you going to have some chill time as well? I hope so. You know, once my mom gets here with the dog, I need to take the dog out for a stroll around Liverpool. So, I hope, yeah. Moya? <laughs> Moya, exactly. We remember. We can't wait to see Moya. Oh anyway, Blanca, have a good rest of the day. Thank good to catch so up. And we'll, um, we'll keep in touch over the next couple of weeks. Thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you. There you go. That's a bit of a flavour, a taster of what every Eurovision artist goes through each day here at the Liverpool Arena. As always, we've got to thank who's appeared today. Blanca from Poland, Taya and Selina from Austria, Victor Vernikos from Greece, the pyrotechnic genius El Waller, Joker out from Slovenia, Monica Linkita from Lithuania and the head of the whole show, Lee Smithhurst. On the next episode, I have tracked down some of those elusive acts that we have yet to hear from, plus loads more from backstage here at the Eurovision Song Contest. For now, ciao. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.